Hello everybody, welcome to Let's Talk Assassin's Creed, your number one podcast for all things Assassin's Creed. And we're back with our third deep dive video, and this one is Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. The third game in the series that I like to call AC 2.25. Now, today we're joined by Josh again. Hello. But this is different, and I think Josh should say why it's different before we join you you want me to do it? You can do it. You have the honours. <laughs> well, it's been we've been talking all week since the last episode went up and discussing things and what we're going to do and plans. And so I'm going to be the new co-host on Let's Talk Assassin's Creed going forward. And for all you listeners, this will be a permanent business i would say semi because it might get bored of me talking sooner or later <laughs> so if that happens it'll go back to single but for the foreseeable future and um, when available josh will be taking part in all episodes which i can't tell you how excited i am for this no i'm excited too absolutely honored to be asked and really looking forward to what we can come up with and what we how we can keep entertaining people as much as possible well, I could do a funny dance, but nobody's watching. Well, no, no it'd be <laughs> just for you, that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brotherhood, let's uh, get into it. And I'm going to shout out a disclaimer before we start. <laughs> so, it's come to my attention that I may have been a bit fanboyish with the last two reviews. And by fanboyish, I may have been holding back on some critical information. So going forward, some people have mentioned that I need to be more honest. I'm not going to be as fanboyish because I do love the games, but I do have my own nitpicks. So not all games going forward will be shining bright. It'll be truth, how I saw it at the time, but it does not mean the games are rubbish. I still enjoyed them. So I'll get that out of the way before I get myself in trouble. Again, there you go. Good (laughs) now. The world's gonna hate me for what I'll probably say next because we're talking about 2.25 Brotherhood, a game that I kind of feel was a mini letdown. It's a great game, don't get me wrong, I love it, but it was still a letdown. It didn't feel like it improved on two, Uh, the mechanics felt very similar, and the story felt very smaller. Then two, which I found was weird. I thought it nice be should feel as long as two, but it felt it cut short at times. I don't know if that's just me. Um, well, I think we've we've had that discussion, kind of just between the two of us, um, in a sense of two felt bigger. I think because of what you achieved as part of two's story. In terms of, I think we touched on it last week, going from this person who knows nothing and you have to learn everything you go on this massive journey with this character um it feels like a huge thing whereas brotherhood you know you already know everything there's nothing to learn so it really it more feels like a a point a to point b story which i don't i don't think it's that much shorter in terms of actual hours it certainly feels shorter and i think that's and- probably where it where it sits I would agree then. 
like I did say, it is a good game. I think if I got a chance to replay it, I would because the actual Brotherhood mechanic where you could recruit any Brotherhood was cool, but I did wish it was more fleshed out at times. You know how we have now Odyssey where you can call in your lieutenants. Um, I can't remember, I will admit, guys, I've not played it since it officially came out. So I can't remember if you could just randomly call in your recruits. Uh, you well, you can you can yeah, but it's only their their limited time, and it is to carry out assassinations basically. So it's similar to what they did in yeah. Odyssey, but Odyssey was more fleshed out because they could actually fully fight them. This is more um, point assassinate disappear sort of style. Yeah, basically. So you can, you know, you would put your cursor over. A target it would highlight them and i think it was l1 or left bumper on xbox um to and it would just basically call in one of your assassins and they would kill them once they were dead they'd run away so it could have been a bit more fleshed out you know if you were in a fight of 20 guards you could have called in two of your um recruits to actually fight and then a scene would feel like a true assassin's creed moment you know instead of just a You've assassinated now. Run off. You're not really needed. So it could have been fleshed out, but it was a cool mechanic to see added, and to see it come back in Odyssey was kind of a breath of fresh air because it was a cool feature missing from the series. Yeah, I think I, I think it's a good thing because although it's obviously we know as part of the game that we are, you know, part of this brotherhood of assassins. It, far too often. Do you you just you feel like it's you against the world? Whereas they 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 introduced this element, obviously that I think for me it made you feel less alone and it made it feel like more of a brotherhood. If that makes sense, it does. And seeing how Ed uh, Edward, sorry, I've been playing Black Flag. <laughs> Do you know what? So have I. I've been replaying it. So there you go. <laughs> seeing how Ezio have become this now new mentor style assassin i was expecting a more brotherhood elements to assassin's creed brotherhood but the brotherhood mechanic uh, element was just more mechanical based than story based which is unusual for the series because when you follow the series closely the name always links to something bigger than just a mechanic um Black Flag was an entire piracy thing, so it was more than just the mechanic of a pirate, it was the world. Unity was the co-op, but also the French Revolution. You needed to be united or you were going to be done for. Syndicate, I can't really remember what the syndicate means. Damn my dyslexia. Um, Origins, <laughs> Origins of the Brotherhood. Odyssey, an entire Greek Odyssey. So Brotherhood was just more mechanic it didn't actually affect the world as no, much. And obviously, but I, you know it was it was a cool thing to introduce and i really liked the concept of it you know you, you save these people you recruit them and then obviously you go through the thing where you, you send them on missions you're leveling them up improving armor and weapons and you know you get them to max level and they get in fully officially inducted into the assassin brotherhood you know and i think watching those cutscenes of that made me feel like a proud parent watching my sweet my sweet precious children graduate from assassin school <laughs> um, you know, it was it is an interesting concept it made for some 
interesting variations and additions to combat if you found yourself in a pinch. And Death from Above will always be a cool mechanic where arrows rain down from the sky and kill everyone. <laughs> yes, that that one I agree for me, on. me, where this new thing falls apart and it might be the same for others it was definitely what i felt playing it you know recruiting and training all of these you know assassins it felt like it was building up to something big you know we are going to go to war as a group as a brotherhood this new army that we've created which just didn't happen <laughs> for me it felt like it was a payout that we should have got that never happened, which is prob for me was a massive misstep in the game. It felt it felt like and, we were building up to something that we would we never got. And I totally agree with that. And I think it may be something they're trying to recreate back in Valhalla with the raid party, which does seem, you know, you give them their own tattoos, you do level them up, but this time they're actually going to be more by your side in raids, so Maybe this is them learning from the mm. mistakes. But from what I'm hearing and from what I've played as well, it seems Brotherhood did fall short in the story department, which isn't bad because Ezio is, was still a fleshed-out character that was amazing. But it's strong, so it had to be in the gameplay elements that I'm going to slide right in here, so please <laughs> don't shoot me, is basic RPG mechanics. Just point out there, guys, it's basic RPG. Assassin's Creed has always had basic RPG, and it seems the system did originate from Brotherhood that attempted the basic RPG mechanics of taking a character system, beefing them up, leveling them up, trading, gear stats, and then, I know it wasn't focused on yourself, but it is a sort of gear mechanic you do see in Odyssey and Origins, but on somebody else. Yeah, that makes sense. My headphones clicking. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, headphones start clicking, guys. Oh, good. So, I think I don't know. I think I love Brotherhood. I'm going to replay it. Now. I'm going to wait till that two collections on deal because I just want to air assassinate dudes mm. again. But I would, I would love to see this. Wish the story was a bit more fleshed out. I think that's the biggest point, is the story needs to be a bit more-ish than it, what it was. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can, you know, it's probably my main point, because I think largely, kind of gameplay-wise, I prefer it to AC2. I think it's smoother, it's more refined, as you'd expect, as, you know, you're learn more about the console as days go by a year later the game should feel smoother than the previous one that goes without saying um they added some new stuff you know obviously we've gone over the you know assassin recruitment system but things like you know chain killing even the borgia towers a bit of a revamp on some of the just the standard viewpoints give you a bit more of an added challenge when doing them um, you had the whole kind of animus training where you could really go in and refine combat and and I think it was the first game to also introduce the kind of full synchronization objectives for missions um, which at the time I felt I was a bit of a completionist back in back in the day so I haven't got time for it anymore but back in the day it was a real great added kind of bonus to, to go back and try and 
do these missions a bit better and work out how I can be more effective. And you know, I'm not being funny. Chain killing, just 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 when you <laughs> thought you couldn't feel like more of a badass playing Assassin's Creed, they introduced chain kills, and God. I felt like I was getting the bleeding effect in real life. I was trying it on my sis, on my sisters, and hitting them with brooms. <laughs> King Killing was epic, and then what you're describing essentially to me is the same way I feel about Brotherhood. It's a solid game. It's literally one of the best Assassin's Creeds, but it does fall short very much so mm. in the story because the world was fantastic. Rome. Is just Colosseum, everything was just bliss. I loved it. I, I love Roman history, and I think I drew half crawling up the Colosseum and doing those weird glyph puzzles. Or was that two that did the glyph puzzles? Uh, two, I think two did introduce glyphs, but Brotherhood was where they properly went for the glyphs, and it, it led to its own individual puzzles and working them out. They were cool. They were, and you could learn about um, the pseudo, pseudo, I'm going to call them because. Technically, Cult of Cosmos, in honestly, is the pseudo Templars, but the glyphs in Brotherhood showed you of the Cult of yep. Cain, which killed Abel for the apple, which is technically the basic ideology of Templars, which at the time meant nothing, but now when you think about it, it shows that the Templar ideology has been rooted so deep into the world that actually it outdates assassins, which for a game that's only technically free um, free in to drop such a big law bombshell that would evolve into something amazing is actually a very good step. And I really enjoy it for how much mm. lore it managed to cram in and expand, yet leave it open for what's to come next. Yeah, it's, it's an extremely, extremely detailed game. You know, the... the recreation of you know that crumbling colosseum was just such a massive highlight for me just not just in this game but in the series as a whole and exploring it and climbing it and you know it's 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 also a massive world with as you alluded to no shortage of landmarks to see and learn about and in some cases buy <laughs> so they generate money uh, it's like it's crazy and it, it, what i think struck me was you know you had assassin's creed 2 was set over i think it was five different cities this is one city but they still managed to make it feel as big as if not a little bit bigger than the five different cities we managed to explore in assassin's creed 2 you know it feels big enough you had the different districts they all had different feels to them but you also have this magnificent blend of these built up kind of urban and then rural farmland areas that really split the city up. I, I think one thing I did get nitpicky <clears throat> exploring is something the developers and the series as a whole never fixed till Unity and then broke again because it's how games go. The parkour still at times, and to this day I'm going to admit when I played games like Free, Black Flag, and when I play this game, the parkour system was still no, unpredictable. Always will be. <laughs> um, I, I remember trying to go up the Coliseum uh, for a glyph. Uh, when I first saw it, I was like proper 
I have Wikipedia on one hand. <laughs> I'm not lying to you guys. Research in the Colosseum. I had tales about the gladiators, finding this cliff, and 20 minutes to get to it, just end up falling to my death. <laughs> peed me up. I think I went up the Colosseum about 20 times to get the glyph and still failed on the 19 times. And then to see Unity, you know, seemed fixed, you go up, down, sexy, and it was epic. And then Unity was like, Syndicate was like, let's draw it back a little. Let's, let's, let's take it back. And then Orange is like, yeah, screw it. Let's not give them it. <laughs> I, I do get a bit <coughs> grumbly when people say, oh, let's play Brotherhood or Revelation or something. Yeah, but parkour. Yeah. <laughs> There's all these epic Yeah, I do stuck. Think it's unfor- unfortunately, it's something we've had to learn to live with as fans of Assassin's Creed, is that ev- eventually you're going to climb something, you're going to, for no logical reason whatsoever, your character's going to jump in the wrong direction and you're going to die and you're going to scream. <laughs> <laughs> I think personally, my most fondest memory of screaming and actually not rage quitting Assassin's Creed because I was very tired that day was I was trying to get up to one of the viewpoints. It was going smoothly, and I spent five minutes trying to jump to a ledge. And I was like, I can do this. And he wouldn't judge. Jump. I tried and tried until he jumped to his death. And I started thinking to myself, you can climb near impossible buildings, you can climb the Colosseum. Why can't you jump? to a ledge this this is just <laughs> unbelievable we've just jumped off a 20 foot building into a haystack that's surely going to kill you for this little ledge is impossible is, and it's you know it is infuriating but this game for me when it got it right in terms of the kind of climbing it was a real showcase of kind of the technical proficiency of the game for its time on the consoles you know, you climb to the highest point in the game and the draw distance is great. You know, you can make out all the goings-on in the city as far as the eye can see. Obviously, you might have to deal with accidentally jumping off and dying first, but when you get to that point, it is a marvellous thing to, to look at. It was a real stunning moment to see. <clears throat> and I'm actually going to admit this and I played a lot of games growing up you know I played the PS1 and original Xbox but to me one of the reasons why games like Assassin's Creed and mainly Brotherhood for the same reason you said was the draw distance when you played a game as you said they were always linear boxed in because they couldn't generate the world and to play Brotherhood and my fondest memory is looking on one of the Borgia Towers and when you look at the draw distance, you see a field of trees. And if you pause the screen and you look, the developers have actually handcrafted the trees. They're not just copy and paste polygons. They're literally crafted. And that just shows that a game that wasn't meant to exist and one evolve in two and Brotherhood, they're just still figuring out, is still so beautiful that they're willing to go to the depths on the game that no one's going to visit, so who mm. cares what's out there, but still make this world that you forget's fake. And I think that's why Brotherhood is one of the best for Rome, because it captures Rome beautifully, from the aqueducts, the Colosseums, to the Borgia Towers. Everything was 
beautifully crafted. Even even the additional side sections, like the um, the layers of Romulus, they were obviously. Oh, I hated uh, them, guys. The followers were annoying, but you know, we obviously in Assassin's Creed Two <laughs> we got the the tombs that we had to explore and platform through, and these were kind of them, but I think massively improved. You know, really expertly designed levels. You know, ranging from you know nice, peaceful, on your own environmental puzzles, then to an alternative, real combat-heavy dungeons. Obviously, with the added bonus, you get the best armor in the game. But I think you know they were just more varied in their design, and thank God the time limits took a bit of a backseat compared to Assassin's Creed Two. That they were rage-inducing moments in the tombs in Assassin's Creed Two, but there you go. <laughs> and I'm going to quote you because as he's caused, <laughs> I'm going to start quoting you because it's going to be fun. When you did the Laser Romulus, I had a beef with the actual dudes because there was always that one guy that managed to sneak upon you when you had yeah. the lowest health. I mean, like, I was on purposely waiting for you to get the low health <laughs> just to finish you off. But the risk of doing them yeah, dungeons basically. was worth the reward. You've talked about the risk and reward, and it was there for the dungeons. And Assassin's Creed's always had them. You know, there's... Um, I'm going to skip free because I'm still playing it, so I'm trying to remember it. But Black Flag had yeah. the Temple of Keys. That was definitely worth the risk and the reward. Uh, Origins had that epic Isu yeah. armor, which I still have beef over that game with that <laughs> stupid platinum <laughs> trophy. But when we get to that video, guys, I'm going to complain about the platinum trophy. Like, hell. <laughs> but if we look at, if we do like a little roundup of brotherhood you can see that if you ignore the story which maybe is the same length but felt shorter still is one of the best games created at that time for the draw distance the dungeons the little details in the game it was just yeah beautifully and also crafted. the first game to introduce multiplayer i totally to be honest i'm gonna admit it now everyone talks about brotherhood's multiplayer but oh, okay, I never yeah. had Wi-Fi growing up. So I never knew Brotherhood had Wi-Fi till <laughs> Wi-Fi had multiplayer till oh. two years ago. I'm gonna minute I'm a hardcore AC fan, but I never knew it had multiplayer. And I'm so disappointed that I missed um, multiplayer. It was it was good, you know, and it was quite clear when playing it that they didn't just add it as a bullet point. You know, it seemed like all the games at the time oh. just were putting multiplayer in for the sake of having a multiplayer mode. But they, you know, created a fully fleshed out, polished multiplayer experience. You know, a real simple concept, kill or be killed. But they gave it the Assassin's Creed spin. You know, you're tracking your target, but you're also being tracked at the same time. So, but you, you get more points awarded, you know, the better your assassination is for staying undetected or doing a ledge assassination or a flying assassination, you know, it's, it was really, really good. And it was, you know, they gave it the attention that, that it deserved rather than just tacking it on to the game for the sake of it. I feel so bad that I missed that feature. Um, I wish I had Wi-Fi back then to play that. And I don't think the Ezio collection will have the multiplayer. 
but I'm going to do some research into that because if it does, I am going to be <laughs> annoying dudes by hiding in hell bushes. I did try Black Flags multiplayer on PS4, but it's yeah. completely dead, which is a shame. So we're closing to the end <laughs> of the video. Uh, video. I'm going crazy, guys. Honestly, it's the first. It's the first podcast episode with a co-host, and I'm losing the plot. <laughs> it's just sets up for the future, where Josh is going to bail me out halfway. <laughs> so, as we started last week, I'm sure I started with one, but I'm slow. Our fondest memories so of the game. So, for me, uh, it was probably the flashback missions that let you play as the young Ezio again. I, I think those missions just allowed us to. We got. To once again see the charm and the, the oozing charisma that we fell in love with in Assassin's Creed 2. And I picked those because that charisma and that charm was disappointingly for me quite absent in the rest of the story. I can understand that. Uh, for me, and this is where. I'll probably get in trouble because it's, technically it's not Assassin's Creed related. The world itself. That is my absolute fondest memory because the world at the time I was on PS3 when I got it, it was the first time I had uh, a PS3 because I jumped from 360. And to see this whole Rome in HD because I had a HD TV for the first time was just breathtaking. And to walk through it, see the streets alive, to be see the incredible draws and some fields and then the annoying little dungeons where some <laughs> dude will sneak up on you for no reason. Still was worth it and Absolutely I'm now missing fair point. I might go buy the Etsy <laughs> collection at one point. You even convinced <laughs> me I need to go get myself some Etsy fix. So why don't we do our nice we little come to, come to where, review where it all matters Scott scores on the And I get lynched for giving it a bad <laughs> score or something. Do you want to go first? Or should I? So my score for Brotherhood is a four out of five. Um, I thought it was a really polished game. And it, for me, personally, it improved a lot of things from Assassin's Creed 2, with the exception of the story, um, which unfortunately was some way off the kind of standards we were expecting, given how good the story was for Assassin's Creed 2. If the story had been as good as Assassin's Creed 2, it could have been a real contender for the game of the year. And it could even be just a, an overwhelmingly best game in the series. I just instead felt like a, you know I was left with a feeling of what might have been, and for me, probably the first misstep, big misstep from Ubisoft. And for me, this is where I get like lynched and my podcast probably review bombed but okay, yeah. 3.5 it the lowest rating I've given so far but the main reason is with all of its qualities and charms and my absolute insane love for the game I joined Assassin's Creed 1 for the story I was so engrossed in the story 
that when I played Two Story, I never wanted Two Story to go. I wanted to continue playing it. And when I do reflection on Brotherhood now, Brotherhood story just feels like a DLC type story. It's good. It's a really good way to flesh Ezio out. But I wanted more, and I was left tasting for more, and I did feel like I completed it too quickly. It's not a knock at the game, because I think the game is fantastic. I just wanted more I think story. It, it's probably so, a case of, you know, insert DJ Khaled meme suffering from success. You know, that the story wasn't bad. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I thought it was relatively memorable. But when you've just, when you're only a year out from what, you know, from Assassin's Creed 2, which for, for the time for me defined what a single player story should be like, should make me feel, it was just disappointing. Um, I like it. Like I said, I liked it, but it should have been a lot better than what we better than what we did get in the end. Um, yeah, and that, that that would always sting a bit, but and I agree with you there. And I do actually think, and it's a point that I'm probably going to repeat until the last week, it actually proved how a year apart would actually cripple Assassin's Creed in the long run. Because if they had more time to work on it, I think the game would have been a bit more fleshed out story wise. And as you said, I think it would have become the yeah, greatest I, game I, I, in the series. That's how much. That's, that's what how I feel. That, had they nailed the story, I don't think it would even be a discussion point about what the best game in the series is. <laughs> and just I'm going to agree there. Just to show how badly they messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and it it just shows that you can throw all the best wall details in and all the best mechanics today but if your story is lacking the previous game then it's going to fall a tiny bit short but as we're hitting the 30 minute mark as always this is just our personal opinions we love to hear from analysis and we're both respectful of everyone's opinions uh, as it seems as a quick sum up because i think we should do a little sum up from now on um game is fantastic um Great world, great gameplay, but the story could have been more, and that's what may, for some people, have lost its points. So thank you all for tuning in, and on, I forgot what day of the yep. week it is, Saturday next week, we'll be looking oh, at Revelation, the, <laughs> the final part of the Ezio trilogy. Oh, Revelation. forward to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Just wait till we get to free and unity. <laughs> Some of the most. <laughs> if you ask anyone in the community about free, they think about free and unity and Odyssey, you'll know that it's a little divide. So we're going to have some fun, guys. But as we always say every week, this is our personal feelings, and we love to hear yours. So let's sign Bye, off guys. and see you next week. <laughs>